And what's up, party people? And welcome back to the PCC OG. That's right, you got the OG crew in the house. Introducing first the tall, dark, and handsome, and none of the above. It is your favorite and ours, Mr. Doc Haas. Doc Haas, what, what do you got in that glass? And what are you drinking? Um, for the snow day, I'm uh, treating myself to a little terramana. Ooh, terramana. Big shit eating grin on my face right now for those of you in podcast land. Because it's always a nice day when you can have some terramana. I have so much terramana because I don't drink much. Mm-hmm. Like I have this amazing collection of liquor. I, so I just finished off this. This, this will be finishing off the, a bottle I've had, and I have two unopened bottles still. You turned me on to that stuff. <laughs> oh, it's, nice. it's a really great, it's a great bang for the buck. Dwayne did well. We are this drinking, investment. drinking classy right there. You know, in lieu of you know tonight being the Royal Rumble, uh, I, I should have went to the store and picked up some Broken Skull IPA, but I was not prepared. But I do have some Yingling for tonight. But right now, I'm just drinking a Polar Orange Vanilla Seltzer. That's right. And the guy drinking the Polar is uh, JCB, Johnny Bones, back again. Now, we got to go to the third man in the booth, though. Always number one in your hearts, obviously. We all know that. But you have a story to start this show there. Hold on. What is this shirt? Is that an Andre shirt? Oh, no. Is that an Andre shirt, Doc, he, or did Doc froze. just freeze? Doc froze with his shirt up. Uh, bones froze? Bones froze. Bones oh, no. froze. I think everyone just froze. <laughs> yep, everyone just froze. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, now we're recording again. I don't know what the hell happened, but I guess this blizzard that we're having here on the uh, in the Northeast killed our connection for a hot minute, so... Hopefully, okay. uh, hopefully all of our listeners are still here. But anyway, we, uh, Doc, you were showing us your shirt. Uh, was that an Andre the Giant shirt? Yeah, it's my Andre the Giant shirt for the Rumble tonight. Uh, I'm wearing a Tottenham hoodie right now. It's a little cold, but I'll wear this later. Love that shirt. I'm rocking at an American Nightmare Cody Rhodes shirt because he's probably going to enter the Rumble tonight. Do you really think? No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to some rumble talk later. But anyway, let's yeah. go back to the third man in the booth. He is one half of Bold and the Beautiful. Hello. He is your favorite co-host and mine. Let's give it up for Mr. John Grill. John. Hello, everyone. Happy Snow Day. Hey, you got a, a story for us. You got to sh- let's start off the show hot. I got to. Tell well, us for, the first, story. first and foremost, I would I'd like to tell you that in this unassuming Scooby-Doo mug mm. is green tea with gin beam Ooh. and... A little bit of uh, orange bitters and regular bitters, and it is delicious. Fancy am, man over there. I am overcoming Thanks. a sinus infection, so it's medicinal. Mm, okay. And the gym beam is helping keep you warm in this blizzard yes. that we're currently in right yes, now. Yes, yes. So speaking of blizzard, my town made national news. The whole Jersey Shore got a lot of snow, but apparently my town was the, uh, was the big winner at 21 inches. 21 of, uh, inches. Yeah, 21 inches. I know all about 21 inches, guys. Yeah, that's what you took last one? night. <laughs> oh, 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 Mrs. Bones with the win. Oh, Mrs. Bones with the win. <laughs> hey, they totally heard you. <laughs> that's what my oh, wife told me. It's been great. Right. Uh, we'll uh, uh, so yeah, we're going to go watch the Royal Rumble yeah. now. Have a great night. Show, show's later. over, guys. We can't, we can't uh, <laughs> compete with that. Wait, Thank you, did babe. you see me? 
And then she brings him a Yangling. And then she brings him a Yangling. Tell him to come back. Tell him to come back. Very nice. Uh, Amanda, they want you to come back real quick. Just just tell her to look at me. Just look at the screen. (laughs) Well done. Well, well done. Oh, man. That that is true true love right there. Thank you for the beer, my Uh, love. So, anyway. Anyway. 21, 21 inches, inches, huh? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's See, how I'm I made, not in this mess. I made a pegging joke, and then she went with the whole height thing. I love it. Um, yep. Anyways, so um, I do have a, a four-wheel drive truck, and I just took it around the neighborhood just to kind of look around. And um, I, uh, I, I guess my knee had accidentally turned my light bar on. So I was down by the what we call the rich people houses on the bay. And uh, everyone I've met down there is really nice. Like, really, really nice. Uh, well, this guy was mad that my light bar was on, and I, I forgot it was on. And, um, well, uh, he, I, I thought he something was wrong, so I stopped. I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, your light bar is fucking blind to me. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it was on. He's like, yeah, whatever. Turned his snowblower on while my window was open and soaked me in snow. Oh, <laughs> What's up, right? Wow, dude! That is some bullshit, man. It's funny. I apologize. Hear the story. You know what? It's funny. (laughs) I I even apologize. It sounds like a fucking episode of. It's like an episode of fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's always sunny. I've been watching Seinfeld all day. How could I not laugh at a story like that? Luckily, I I was in the midst of putting my window up, so I didn't get a lot of snow. But like, come on, man! Like, yeah, but still, oh, what a douche! Yeah. Yeah. I didn't retaliate. I went down the block a little bit. I emptied the door and kind of, you know, swept out what I could, got home, wiped everything out because it was just snow. But, you know, like, uh, karma's going to be a bitch, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you know, a douche move. You know, I, I, don't, I don't wish ill on anyone. You know, if that's what you thought you had to do to make your point, by all means, you know, but. But still, that was uncalled for and childish. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's completely out of line. Yeah. It's fine. You know what? Whatever. Karma's a bitch and something will come to him. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, wow, that's a douchey ass move. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because, luckily, because you had snow. you had bright lights. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. He can yeah. fuck off. And if he's listening to, to this yeah. show, please he's continue not, to listen to us and you know and your patronage is always uh, welcome, but 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 while you're patronizing but while you're listening to us, fuck your mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, guys, let's get into some stuff, man. Uh, so obviously, well, actually, real quick, for the listeners, you guys may have seen that PCC has a little bit of a, a new a new image, a new identity in 2022. So PCC has actually split into two different personalities, we'll say. Kind of like Two-Face from Batman. You know, one side, we got the hey, PCC like Roundtable, which is... You know, a collective. We are the pop culture collective, so we wanted to actually be more of a collective to allow more people to join the table and discuss specific topics that we may have scheduled for uh, said week. So you'll be seeing some PCC Roundtable episodes coming through the airwaves throughout the rest of the year. And also, on other weekends, you're going to get the OG crew right here uh, to, to fill your ear holes with some amazing content. So that's what we're here to do for you guys today, bringing it old school, like we do kind of a smorgasbord of different topics in pop culture. Right. One thing that I like to talk to you guys about is 
Peacemaker on HBO Max. Oh, my God. Uh, before we get into the show, you guys have both seen the second Suicide Squad movie, correct? Yes. Yes. You mean the best DCEU movie there is? Uh, agreed. Now, so good. Go- going back to the first Suicide Squad, th- there's not a whole lot of continuity. There's a continuity between the first and second movie, but in terms of the story, it's very, very different because they have the whole thing about the Enchantress in the first one. Second one was kind of based around something else. I actually forget a lot of the characters in the second one because there was a lot of them. The giant starfish. (laughs) The giant starfish. Uh, But uh, I I do like the the overlying character that connects all is Amanda Waller. Yep. Uh, So I do like how she is also... Uh, are you listening, hearing the sounds in the background, Doc? And you're wondering what that is? Those are my sons. Those are my son's bongos. I know bongos don't make that sound, but they sound like lightsabers, dude. I know. I found these cool light up bongos for him for Christmas, and then when, you, when I plug them in, I turn them on to play them. I'm like, they don't even sound like bongos. There's just all these different sound effects, but he loves them. So that's what that sound was. Anyway, uh, Amanda Waller really connects the, the whole story leading into Peacemaker as well. How she is the person who put the whole the Suicide Squad together, essentially, put these villains together to come together to take out the uh, the bigger enemy for the greater good. Uh, coming out of the second Suicide Squad movie, did you guys really see out of all those characters, of all people, Peacemaker that have his own spinoff? Uh, actually, yes. Um, not because it's it's Cena and not because of who the character is because, I mean, well, Peacemaker actually, I think, is a pre-DC character if I remember correctly. He is. Um, he's actually from another comic company. Um, yeah. I actually have some notes here. Continue, uh, John, on your your time. But, um, just just because of just because of how funny he was through the whole thing, um, you kind of knew that he was going to get something. Um, I I I love it. I I think it's great. Um, I was hoping that maybe we we would finally get like a a Harley Quinn show or something, mm-hmm. but I guess not. I prefer Peacemaker to Harley Quinn, though. I th- oh, I me think, too. I think what we're doing with this show is better than any sort of like Harley Quinn show that could have come out of this. Quite honestly, I agree because even even with Harley Quinn, it's always going to tie back to like Batman, Joker, and those are characters that we're already we're already uh, right. familiar with. I, I do like how we're being introduced to so many new characters in the Peacemaker. Now, to what you were saying, John, Peacemaker is actually a Charlton Comics character back from 1966. Uh, but then DC did buy out Charlton or at least bought out the rights to Peacemaker uh, later on. Uh, if I can find it, I want to find when he actually made his DC debut. His DC debut was part of Earth 4, the, uh, Infinite Earths, which I wish I had a year in front of me on my notes here, of course. I don't have a year. But he was—he actually came in as a superhero in the comics. And now, now is he always playing like the anti-hero in the comics too? Like the kind of like so you know, I'm kind of sort of a hero, but I'm kind of also like a real douche at times. Also, not, not when he though. first joined DC. They actually made a, a new origin for him later on in the comics. He's not uh, even that big of a character. Like he's never right. been a big character. Yeah, I've never heard of him until the Suicide so, Squad look, this movies. Is, this is the same here. The DC, the DC encyclopedia, right? Right. This is all. This is all he has. And what does it say? Read it. It's small. Read it. Read it. What does it say? It's very small. 
At the tender age of five, Christopher Schmidt witnessed the death of his father, an Austrian Nazi party member who committed suicide rather than face trial for his war crimes. Christopher's mother took her son to America and changed their last name to Smith. As an adult, Christopher enlisted in the U.S. Army and led a unit that massacred an entire Vietnamese village. Convicted of wrongdoing, he was offered an early release if he participated in a government program project, Peacemaker. While Christopher showed great promise as an elite soldier in training, the project was defunded and Christopher returned to Austria. He established a PAX, he established the PAX Institute in Geneva, Switzerland. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting over science infection. So if I'm, if it sounds like I'm gasping for air, I kind of am. Um, and started his own version of Project Peacemaker, fighting for justice to atone for his family's past sins. He was later apparently killed by Eclipso, but mysteriously returning to aid a blue beetle. And there's the cough. So that's like way, the, like the backstory is, he doesn't have like a dad in the backstory in what John just read. Yes, he so does. That's well, he just, he just yeah. died. But he, yeah, in the comics, he committed suicide. Uh, right, he, whereas, he, in, whereas in the TV show, he's a raging like Nazi racist that's still right. alive. But in the comics, though, he is still, the father does still kind of run that same, that same character, okay. you know, that Nazi, Nazi character. I, um, I I I love what they do with the like the dad in the show, they, like how like just vulgar and obscene and brutal yeah. he is. So it makes it just actor? nice and he, that's the T one thousand dude, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> All right, that's like the other thing I know him as the T one thousand. T one thousand, the Terminator. Yeah. So so, what do you guys think about the show itself? I think it's done a really good job of really getting more in depth into the character of Peacemaker. Yeah. But a lot guys, of the characters, not even just Peacemaker, a lot of the characters, they've done a good job at giving all the characters depth in this show. I think that's what makes yeah. the show so, like, yeah. they've really, like, they, like the, how they've built themselves into this kind of team right now. And, mm-hmm. if, you know, and, they, and now that things are going to kind of go south. I mean, we've all seen, we're all up to date, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Episodes, yes. okay, so now, you know, now that we know, um, you know, now that we know that the uh, Butterfly, Fly is in the uh, the head agent's head. I forgot his name off top Mern. right now, but well, I thank feel you like in Mern's head. Yeah, didn't we kind of assume that a few episodes? Well, my ago? thought now is you know is Waller a butterfly? Is you know like mm-hmm. now he's like how deep does this go? Right. No, Waller's not going to be a butterfly. Um, by the way, I just looked. I, 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 I'm surprised I didn't look before. White Dragon's not even in the DC encyclopedia. So, okay, he was so something, so something that HBO was he? I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, I wonder. I guess he was. Well, that kind of goes with the KKK, White Dragon. Right. Oh yeah, no, I right, understand yeah. the reference. Yeah, I understand that this whole character is based off being a KKK um, or yeah. a you know, white supremacist. Yeah. So, um, where were we going before that? It's a great. It's a great. It's a great vehicle to help. You know, uh, Peacemaker. You know, develop his character and become a better person. You know, as he starts realizing the sins of his, how terrible his father is. You know, gradually and gradually and gradually, and how there's, you know, decent people who are out there trying to do the same things that he has to do. He doesn't have to be as awful of a person to to do his thing. That's what makes the show really great, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. And and speaking of that, (laughs) can we talk about John Cena's acting and how much better it's gotten? Oh, dude, he's fantastic, man. This is. The he's best good. role he's ever done. Even when he was in Suicide Squad, I loved him. I love him in this role. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, um, you know, it's. I mean, you always knew he had the attitude in him. We can see it in his wrestling years, especially in the early years. He knew he could play the that smarky, witty, attitude-driven character. 
And it's cool. I think you're. I think they leaned a lot into Cena's wrestling background. The show with you know, kind of how he how he spits his dialogue on the show, and then also just like you know, the move, the the um, the action sequences. You you see him taking you wrestling style bumps. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're building something he's going to do really well. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. I like I like seeing that in the show. Did, did you guys catch the one pro wrestling reference when they were in in their van and yes, out of bio said even for anyone who thinks pro wrestling is real. And she was talking to John Cena. I forget what the whole the, the was, rest of the conversation was. It was in the third was. episode. They were on their way to kill the the senator's the family. Goffs. Right. Yeah. And she's like, "Whoever watches that stuff is a fucking idiot, or something like that." Yeah. Whoever <laughs> thinks pro wrestling is real is stupid. <laughs> um, awesome. You know what else? You know what? I want to talk about Sentinel real quick. Because um, Sentinel, you know, there's already been a Sentinel kind of in in the Arrowverse. Um, there's been an Adrian Chase. Excuse me, but uh, this this version of Sentinel is is much better. Um, the, the I don't, vigilante, I don't know much, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Vigilante. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. I don't know why I said Sentinel. Um, Sentinel is a Marvel thing. Well, uh, vigi- well, 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 that's just more ammunition for Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, like I knew, I, I knew there was nothing going on with this, but I wanted to let him roll with it and see if right. he would, like, you know, correct himself as he goes along. I like doing things like that. That's the advantage of just doing things like, you know, right. uh, on the fly. Seeing I, people I am be not, silly. I'm not much of a DC person anyway. Uh, I'm not either. Um, I, I never like. There's a few things I like that my dad got me into. But DC never really did it for me. Um, mm-hmm. I like the three Joker thing that came out last year mm-hmm. or two years ago. But um, well, Vigil- I- Vigilante in the show is, I think, another you know, another reason why the show is so great. Every character on this show, I think, has just been absolutely awesome mm-hmm. and has done such a great job. There. But the Vigilante, the jail scene is just—I mean, <laughs> unbelievable, so unbelievably funny, funny so scene. Good. The way he walks, he he kind of has all the, the like the look on his face and the way he's. Walking into the uh, into the prison, I don't know if he's going to the prison or to the cafeteria. Just, right. just like arrogant, nerdy smugness. That was like, yep. such good acting, dude. And you know, and hey, let's this talk show about just, Black yeah. American uh, contributions to America. Right. I'll go first. Yeah, he went to he did the music <laughs> the thing. The I love doing the music thing. That's one of my <laughs> favorite roll. things in the world. I always pull the music card right when I, I was like, you realize like all music is derived from Black culture, except for like classical. Right, and, that's and it. the best part about that is like, and he goes off with like Southern, like Leonard Skinner, thirty eight special. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's complete opposite to the uh, to the I almost said Sentinel again, the Vigilante from the Arrowverse. The Arrowverse Sentinel is very, very, very serious and kind of stupid. This is a better Vigilante, but it's the same character, like the same costume and everything. Uh, di- a little different. A little, a little okay. Different. This, this one kind of looks more like a knight from the round table. Gotcha. Like okay. Advisor. Um, okay. <laughs> the, one from, the one from the Arrowverse looks a little more like the comic books, mm-hmm. um, which I actually own the comic book he debuted in. I should probably. I should oh, remember. nice. It's uh, yeah, my, new, t- new Teen Titans, I think. My biggest takeaway from the show, though, and you guys just hit on it before, is just, you know, John Cena proving he can take a lead role and run mm-hmm. with it. And yeah. you know, he's I think it's this is you know, he's been kind of doing the acting thing for a bit now and you can just see he's just improved and gotten better as he's gotten more chances to do bigger roles that are a little more serious and not some of those 
you know, campier films that he does. Even in the beginning for The Rock, he's had some campy films in there, too. All those kind of big action stars have those. Schwarzenegger, on, had, Schwarzenegger had campy f- f- films also, you know? Mm. So, uh, you know, it's just cool. I, it's just cool. It's just seeing that's like, I feel like it's just, and I like that the show's geared towards adults, man. That's always nice, you know, mm. they're not, you know, I feel like it brings a sense of reality to the badassness of it, you know? Right. Yeah, I think they're trying to cash in on Marvel's Daredevil, or not Daredevil. Jesus Christ, guys! I'm sorry, I'm hopped up on medicine. Marvel's um, Deadpool, like what you know, the con- um, very the similar. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. DC's like answer to Deadpool, right? Like, yeah, DC's DC's R-rated movie that they have, yeah. had or something like that. You know, first we- of all, the, the the script in the show, The Peacemaker. I love the script. I mean, going back yeah. to what Doc said about how in depth they're getting with the character development and the stories behind it, the depth with each character is great. But the 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 script is just very very well written. Yeah. Well, you know who wrote it, right? James Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, James yeah. Gunn from Genius. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, didn't he do that? The second uh, Suicide Suicide Squad. Second Suicide Squad movie. Yes. Yeah. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, that movies shows that aren't afraid to like piss anybody off, and it's really nice, you know. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, HBO. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely think DC is really trying to capitalize on what they they see they have seen and the MCU doing for so long now, and they're trying to have something like I think Peacemaker is going to be the pivotal point for DC to finally branch off into. Uh, a, they're doing a multiverse, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong, John. Right with uh, Flashpoint. Which is the new Flash movie coming out? I think this year, next year, or something like that. I mean, it, it's again, it's kind of like Multiverse of Madness. Um, but yeah, Flashpoint was like the first big thing. Like Flashpoint was a big thing with with DC Comics. Um, right. I don't know much about it. Again, I never really got into you know DC. Um, but I know it was big and it changed a lot of things. You know, in the Arrowverse, they tried to do Flashpoint and it did change a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Bones. How many yeah. um how many episodes is Peacemaker supposed to be? Is it six? From what I saw, it's all gonna be seven, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry, eight. Seven eight episodes. Eight? Oh, eight cool. All right. From what I right, saw. So we got a few more, huh? Yeah, yeah so we got more, at least so. three more. Yeah, it seems like they need at least two more two or three more episodes to tie up wherever they're going. That's mm-hmm. the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, because you know, they just they put the bed, so that was a huge like, you know, reveal at the end of that show. Yeah, uh, but five. Episode five, five, yeah. Five. Uh, yeah. Five. Yeah. And I, I love how they found out how Adebayo just put on Peacemaker's helmet. Yeah. That was awesome. As you just out, you're like, oh boy, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> she might be my second favorite character, the third favorite character after Vigilante and Peacemaker. You know, we're not, we haven't talked about these, some of the other characters, like Economos. Dive, yeah, dive man, beard. he's sh- starting to die beard, starting to show up in this last episode, Come man. on, he is so good. And I also like yeah. how they are using the same characters that were that worked for Waller in the office that yeah. we remember they were seen as extras. Yeah. Suicide Squad, but now they're getting more of a prominent role with, with him and Harcourt. Uh, but Economos is a great actor. I think his personality fits the, the group very, very well. That's been like... I mean, and, and just, I feel like the actors' personalities fit the roles really well, too. Exactly. You know, and you really see it with this guy. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this guy probably, this guy looks like a nerdy dude that would be offended by a guy like John Cena, or I'm sorry, by like Peacemaker at all times. Right. But, and, and who knew that we needed to see him 
kill a gorilla with a fucking chainsaw. Like, who knew that we needed that? That's what's great about these, like, these, like, suicide, the last Suicide Squad is Peacemaker show. Like, these things happen and you don't realize how much you need it. Like you said, until after it happens. Because it happens, you're like, oh shit, that was awesome. Yep. He was like, I slammed this girl with a bag. Ah, you know? And she's like, man, it would have been cool if you, like, handed me the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah right? Exactly. Yeah. I already told everyone I wanted to kill someone with a chainsaw. Yep. Oh, uh, to, just to break the mood. We haven't talked about yet. What's that? The amazing '80s hair metal and glam metal that is right? in this show. Yeah, I was gonna. I was not gonna let us Eleven stop before we brought up the on. intro. We cannot bring up. Oh, the intro. We cannot talk intro. about the introduction of the show. Oh my goodness! Unbelievable. Oh, it's so funny. Every every time I watch, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I I can't believe they they did all this just for the yeah. show. It's, it's so good. It has nothing to do with the show. It's completely random. Oh yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I love how it, it slowly introduces all the characters you're going to meet throughout the show, too. But right. let's talk about some other, some of the other characters real quick. Harcourt. I love her stance in the whole story. It looks like in the latest episode, she's starting to kind of look at Mern like, okay, something is up with this guy. Uh, right. She's also starting to open up a little bit more, which I, I, I did appreciate that. I like the whole picture she took in the van of the yeah, 11th Street Boys right? sent it out. We're, we're, they're going to do it, right? We know this. Right? We're probably going to see her and John Cena doing it, and we're only going to see Cena's butt, though, which my yeah, wife that's all we see. is very excited about. Right, babe? <laughs> what was that movie? It was the one with um, it was the one with Amy Schumer. The, oh, yes. That was... Um, I don't remember. Don't know, man. I can't but, even don't know. sound like I know the name of it. Yeah, yeah, you're guaranteed to see John Cena's ass at some point in the show. No at doubt. some point, yeah, for, yeah. for the second time. Yeah, what but this time I think you're. I think this time you're to get a full on from the back and not a side profile. Not a side like the first time was for the guys. The next right. time seeing his naked is going to be for the ladies. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I really like Harcourt's character. But also, what about Judo Master? We don't know a lot about Judo Master yet. <laughs> that tiny little Asian guy. Um, we know we know that he kicks some ass when he fights, man. I'll tell you that he much. Can. Yes, he <laughs> can. Motherfucker. Uh, I feel like he's going to end up becoming part of the, the, I guess, the good guy team, quote unquote. You know, with Peacemaker and pretty much with Mern's group uh, at some point. Right. Now that he no longer works for Goff because Goff is gone. So he's going right. to. Right. Definitely seems like do. a hired gun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But also, the best character is Eagly. Eagle. Yeah, I Come love on. little Eagly, dude. He's such a cool character, such a Eagle loving eagle. Is so awesome, and it's a fucking eagle. Like, what yeah. a badass pet to have. Right. I'm a big fan of birds of prey in general. They're amongst my favorite animals. Mm -hmm. And the eagle oh, is if they if you were to make like a fucking Mount Rushmore of birds of prey, the fucking bald eagle is definitely up there. Yeah. So and he's just such a cool character. You know, he's gonna do something really, really badass at some point in these last mm -hmm. three episodes. You right. know, almost like you know. You know, it's like his own. It's like his Hedwig, you know, mm -hmm. but more exactly. badass. And I know yeah. who Hedwig is because, by the way, guys, a little side topic. I finally started watching Harry Potter. Jesus, almost wow. done watching. Almost done watching Chamber of Secrets. I don't even know. I even good. I mean, Hagrid I still is think, innocent. I still guys. think, still think you should I, just read the books. Hagrid is innocent. <laughs> I feel like you I, should I just don't read have the, the mic at the capacity to sit down and read those books. But anyway, dude, you think that, but you just fly right yeah, through them, dude. They're yeah. quick reads. Yeah, but anyway, continue. Where, what do you, 
What are your uh, final What are your final thoughts? What do you What do you think? Uh, what do you want? What do you uh, Any final thoughts on the show? I should say. I think final thoughts on the show is I want to see more. So even after the, this season's done, I wanted to come back for a second, third, hopefully fourth, fifth, and it continues. I feel uh, again. I feel like there's a lot of content that they could put out there, right? And introduce a lot more characters. I mean, we already mentioned earlier, you know, in the comics, there's the Blue Beetle. Uh, there's also a crossover at some point with the with the Watchmen, I believe, with this character of the Peacemaker, if I'm if I'm correct in, in saying that. So there's definitely a lot of opportunity to still uh, introduce more characters and again grow this the, the DC EU, the DC right. universe. Yeah, this is the first thing in the DC EU that I actually care about. Not gonna lie to you. I'm like legitimately excited for the new episodes like every Thursday. Yeah. I'm legitimately excited. Like it's like right now I have this line from like Wednesday Boba Fett, Thursday Peacemaker. I'm legit like super excited for both of them. Yeah. And and And, I know Wade thinks I'm an idiot, but I'm sorry, but there really has just been nothing in the EU that has given me any, any, I don't know. Oh, for the D- I know DC. Listen, I love all the. They Batman don't get the movies. buzz that Marvel does. They don't get the buzz that Marvel does because Mar. I think Marvel's a little more consistent than they are. Mm-hmm. But the move, the DC movies that are good are really good. I also think it's the casting that Marvel does. Marvel does really good casting with some stars yeah. that just really attract yeah. viewers. I mean, unless you're a diehard DC fan, people aren't going to watch stuff. You know that that isn't Batman or Superman. That people uh, the. the Heroes that people know, right? I mean, you know? who knew who Peacemaker was before this? You know, right? Exactly. People are but watching. They're smart. They're doing. They, but they're doing. What they're doing. This is a TV show. TV yeah. shows, I think, are a better way to introduce characters because you give them like a little bit of dose each week. Yeah, you, know, you only have to do forty-five minutes instead of you know two hours and forty-five minutes of something you might not like. You know, right? And they did good, but with, with the casting with John Cena, right? I think putting exactly. Cena in this role is good. Now, I feel like, real quick to stay on the topic of DC, I think they really hit some um, magic in the bottle when they when they put Jason Momoa in as Aquaman, because Aquaman got a, a lot of buzz, and it's still getting a lot of buzz, because they're coming out with an Aquaman 2 now. Uh, I think Jason Momoa really is the the, the, the pinpoint of DC on, on their rise. I, uh, I thought the first one was super boring. Hey man, yeah, I'm not I, saying the movies are the best. Yeah, I said the Aquaman. Yeah, nothing about the Aquaman movies really stood me. But I get what you're yeah. saying. Like Jason Momoa should be that type of like Robert Downey Jr. style right. actor that draws people in because of his pop culture appeal and for you know because of his you know extremely attractive good looks. The right. man's quite handsome. <laughs> he has quite the head of hair too. Do you see how he's living right now since he split up with Lisa Bonet? No, I'm gonna try. He's dude. Cool. He's living. He's living in like his like souped up like pickup truck camper. It's real badass. Like suit. Like you could live in that shit. It's got nice. like a king size bed in it and everything. He's a bad Must motherfucker. Nice. I always say he's legitimate. He's a cooler. I think he's a cooler version of me. You know, like he's got he's got the hair like me. He's got a better beard than me. He's got better hair than me. He's got bigger muscles than me. I just I feel like I'm just all the time trying. His tattoos are cooler than mine. You know, he's just. And I just I yearned for that. I yearned to be as cool as him one day. <laughs> really oh do. God. Yeah. So oh. in, in terms of casting, they do a great job. They just need to make better movies for the poor guy. But he's right. living his thing by himself, and, he, and um, as he's living, and he just wants to kind of travel around right now, and he kind of just wants to. It just seems like he wants to go off and kind of, you know, do him in his life. You know, he's mm-hmm. a cool dude. I don't know. I love Jason Momoa. Yeah, so I like him too. 
Yeah, I think I think the casting's right there where what you're saying. It's just giving better movies. Yeah, agreed. Yep. All right, guys, let's uh, let's uh, switch topics here. Let's talk about some breaking news that just happened today. I'm going to pass it right over to you, Doc. Yeah, breaking news. I figure this is uh, definitely a thing that crosses over in the pop culture world from the sports world. One, Tom Brady has finally decided to spare us and retire <laughs> the National Football League um, after 22 years of thoroughly dismantling most things or all things that are not the New York Giants mm-hmm. and um, the National Football League. Now, that being said, as a New York Giants fan, I feel like it's, you know, I'm not. That big deal, you know, it was always a guaranteed Super Bowl win whenever we uh, ran into Brady. You know, everybody kept talking about how great he was. And, you know, in our games, we just never saw it, you know. He's, so, you know, he's kind of a great quarterback, I guess. But, you know, when it came to, you know, beating the team from New York, you know, the real team from New York, you know, he just couldn't get the job done. So I think that's going to be Brady's defining legacy, uh, that he could never beat the Giants in the 18 and one season. Uh, despite Holt being the all time leader in passing yards and the all time leader in touchdown passes and the all time leader in Super Bowl wins and the all time leader in a lot of things, what we'll really remember him for is not getting the job done against the Giants mm. in his 18 and one season. And that's well, no, we're going to miss you, man, because it was always great running into you into the Super Bowl and knowing we were going to get that victory. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, obla di, obla da. Life goes on, right? <laughs> oh my God! Very well said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, for serious, though, he's the greatest fucking quarterback to ever play the game. Definitely the end of an era. Into the real analysis now, right. the uh, the end of an era in the National Football League. Um, and just. Everything he he, he kind of did everything you know right every time he came into the league. No one knew you know unless you were a college football fan that followed Big Ten football, you didn't really know who he was. And he came in and just t- kind of took over and started dominating with his approach and his style right away. And and he had kept evolving over twenty two seasons and he kept winning and pretty pretty admirable you know to see someone to see that level of success. He's you know got the most reigns. He's got the hottest wife he's got a really great life and uh can't freaking go wrong for him dude so you know way to go tom uh you enjoy retirement and the rest of the nfl will enjoy football without you do do you see him getting getting into coaching or management with any of the teams no not really no i think he's good i think he's very much concerned with his home brand like the the tb12 thing i can see him getting into like ownership you know, like if he goes back, he's gonna he'll own a team. You know, that's that's something I would see him doing between him and Giselle. You know, they have the money to do it. They're kind of like you know, think like A Rod and J Lo, same equivalent. You know, right? Power okay. Well, when A Rod and J Lo are together, obviously it's not a thing anymore. Right. But um, that's that's where I see Brady going. I mean, maybe a, I don't think he'll get in the commentary like Tony Romo did and Troy Aikman did. I don't think he'll do like. You know, like with the halftime show circuits or anything like that. I think he's just gonna keep working on his brand and promoting his pro- whatever products his brand's gonna endorse, and they have more than enough money to get by between the two of them. And you know, enjoy, Tom. See you later, dude. Huh. Yep. <laughs> As I said, you, most, there's a lot of fan bases around the NFL who are not going to miss him. Uh, off the top of my head, the Jets. 
the Bills, yep. the Dolphins, the Colts, the Chiefs, the Chargers, <laughs> the Steelers, um, the Saints, the <laughs> where else can I go? Keep, keep going. <laughs> yeah, not so much the Giants, like I said, because right. great. Um, the Broncos, the the Seahawks. There's <laughs> just a lot of freaking teams, you know. That he did a lot of damage to over the years, but yeah, you know, he, he earned it the way he took care of himself and the way he trained and good for him. Now, uh, one of his fellow, uh, f- fellow teammates that played with him this past season, Rob Gronkowski, uh, this is going to tie into our next conversation is a former WWE wrestler. And, uh, we're recording this on Saturday. Champion. He was a former 24 seven champion. That's right. And he had a WrestleMania moment. Uh, we're recording this on the night of, WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, so now that Brady has retired, is Gronk going to show up in the Royal Rumble tonight? Well, yeah. So this is fun. Let's make some. Let's make some uh, Royal Rumble predictions yeah, that let's people just move can on. listen to today. Yeah, let's make up. Let's keep talking about this, and we're going to do Royal Rumble predictions that you can laugh at today because like okay, you're going to hear on. this show. You're going to hear this show the day after the Rumble, so we can people who are listening can either laugh at us for being absolutely stupid or totally wow these guys are the greatest <laughs> like fantasy bookers of all time Rob Gronkowski Gronkowski is entering the fucking Royal Rumble tomorrow yeah. and that's all there is to it because he will he's he said before the only quarterback will ever play with is Brady he has no interest in right. playing without Brady so before Brady retiring on. means Gronk is done too Gronk is in the Rumble he is there last second surprise entrant come get some so before we go on again, I just want to point out again for our six-year run, sixth, sixth year, sixth year, sixth year of Royal Rumbles with this podcast. No, not uh, that long. No, no, five, four, 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 five. four, fourth year. Four, that the Royal Rumble is my four. favorite event ever. Same. It has not been good the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm. This year, I think it is going to be very good. It has its moments. It has I thought the women's rumble was good last year. I'm talking yes, I'm, I'm or two years ago, two years ago, two years ago, two years ago. Really talking about the men's. The women's rumble is always good. It is right. always good. I know it's newer, but it has not been bad. Yeah, last year's women's rumble was good too. Do you know why? Do you know why it's good and not bad? Because the men's rumble, the past couple of years, has always been one or two dominant people with people coming in and out. I want to see 15, 20 people in the fucking ring. Right. Going I at love it. that. Yes. See, that you know was what's funny? Fucking point. And I and I realized this after we did Kayfabe Classics the other day. Like of all since the men and women have both had rumbles, the only rumble where I think the men's rumble's been better than the women's is probably the first one. Yeah. <laughs> In twenty eighteen. Yeah, that yeah. was when I look back and watch was like one thing I t- I'll take I took from that cave, it was like that the men's rumble is the better match than the women's rumble. Not but anymore. since then, yeah, but since then it has not been the case. And especially Agreed. with all the people that have come back. But, you know, let's talk about women first because actually, and I know we're doing ridiculous predictions, um, there has, there's a bit of a forbidden door down. We're getting some NWA and Impact wrestlers um, in the Women's Royal Rumble. And Now, you say wrestlers yeah, plural. Is that, obviously, we know that Mickey James, the current Impact right. Knockouts Women's Champion, it has yeah. been announced. But who Melina. else? Melina. Oh, right, NWA and Melina in WA. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Melina has been confirmed as being a surprise entrant, along um, with Oksana and Cameron. Also, and that think, happened right. in the past 48 Cameron, hours. And Cameron has wrestled for AEW a couple times. Yeah, she was on Dark a couple times. She was there for um, a cup of coffee. I it. have a feeling you might see Kira Hogan. 
Ooh. That's a ridiculous one, but I think Kira Hogan might show up. I, mean, I, I think the big name that's going to show up Ronda is Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Well, here's the it's thing. Like, so, what if you heard, so you yeah you told us today in, our, in one of our group texts that you heard that she is was signed another one year contract to work with WWE. Yes, she she has a supposedly signed the contract. She's either going to show up tonight in the Rumble, at the Rumble, or this week on either Raw. This or week, you can't you cannot have her show up just at the Rumble again. No, you can't do the same thing again. Right. If she's showing up tonight, she has she's to be in the match. But if you if you and she probably, has to, win, she probably has to win the match. If you if she's not in the Rumble and you want to get fucking heat, you have her come in just like you end off the the, the night with the women's Rumble and have her come in after the winner uh, is in the ring with the two champions. I get what you're saying because this time it's not going to have as big of a reaction because, like, as we said on Kayfabe this past week, that that segment, while it was awesome at the time, hasn't aged quite as well, right. you know. But I don't think that's the move you make here. Mm-hmm. She's got to be in the Rumble. I think if she's there tonight, she's wrestling. Yeah, I, I, ha- yeah, I do she's have to got it. Yeah, and if not, then have her de- and if she's not, she did de- have her debut on Raw tomorrow. Right. Because yep. listen, there's already a built-in story for her. Her and Becky still have unfinished business. Or- don't forget, we haven't seen exactly, Ronda Rousey yeah, exactly. since WrestleMania 35 when Becky pinned her, but Ronda's well, shoulders were not both on the mat. Nope, no, they right, weren't. That's, she's coming back. She's coming back to face Becky. She's not coming back to face Charlotte. She's not eh. coming back to face Sasha. Well, she's reports, coming back to face. Just she'll eventually face them. She'll eventually face them. But right now, she's coming back to face Becky Lynch. Well, reports are that are for Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania 38, which I don't. Well, why would you? That doesn't tie all, into the story at all. And it doesn't tie Charlotte into the Ronda. fucking story. I know. She like the story is Becky pinned Ronda. Yeah. Becky and Becky pinned Ronda, and it was it was dusty. The story's right finish. there. Yeah. She comes back. She has to face Becky. Have her face Charlotte again at SummerSlam. I don't go fuck. I agree. I uh, yeah. I'm go ahead, Charlotte. John. I'm over Charlotte. Yeah, what do you guys think about Charlotte being the champion and also entering into the Rumble? And be, if she wins, she picks her opponent at WrestleMania. I mean, it's it's something to do for Charlotte because they probably just did. Stay. I feel like this is one of those things where they said, "Hey, we have three title matches, world title matches, and your belt's not going to be on the line. So you just want to be in the Rumble, and we'll write the storyline for you, and you'll get eliminated by somebody eventually." And right. Charlotte's like, "Yeah, let's do that. And I'll go out and I'll cut some promos, and I'll do my John Cena wannabe promos, and mm-hmm. then we'll be good." Because that's what she is. I, I watched SmackDown tonight, and and I heard I heard Wade say it on your show, on NNW this week. She's like, she's she's the John Cena. That's what she does now. Shows out. She talks about what match is coming out, like what the match is. Like, why do we need someone to come out and do the recap of what we're watching? Every yeah, motherfucker right. watching the goddamn show knows what the fuck the Royal Rumble is. Yeah. You know what was awesome about Dynamite this week when I watched? The fucking show started, and both fucking Sammy and Cody were in the rain. It was game time. That yep. was fucking it was ready that's to go. good production. Ready yeah. to go. Now, one yeah. thing that I picked out from Charlotte's promo on SmackDown was how she said in the ring that no WWE superstar is going to win the Rumble. She didn't say Ooh. no female wrestler is going to win the Rumble. Could you guys imagine if Mickey James won the Rumble? I mean, I, you do it in, yeah, again. Let, 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 let's back up now to Ronda Rousey. Ronda, if she's in the Rumble, great. Awesome. She'll get a pop. She'll get heat, whatever the hell it is. However the fans feel are feeling she'll tonight. She'll draw a reaction. She'll That's draw a reaction. On she television. does not need to win the Rumble. Everyone feels like if Ronda's there, she's going to win the Rumble. She doesn't have to win it. 
There's then already if a she did win it, it'd be okay. But if she did win it, it would be okay. If she did, if she did I, I wouldn't be mad. But could you imagine if fucking Mickey James? Mickey James has already broken barriers over the past year since her release in women's wrestling with the all women's uh, pay per view for NWA, all women's pay per view at Impact, being the Impact Knockouts champion at the Royal Rumble. There is this forbidden door that's been open. And yeah, so it's like that. That's, doing it, well, it's it's it's. Let's talk open. about that. Let's talk about that. How open is the forbidden door? It's is not, the forbidden it's door. Is it open thing. enough? That if Mickey James wins the Rumble, we're going to see a three-month cross-promotional Impact Wrestling WWE feud. I would not. And if they, I keep keeping in mind that Impact Wrestling already is doing this with AEW. Right. Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure the Impact AEW thing is is done so at this point. Kenny Omega lost oh, okay, the title. Okay, okay. I, I think at that point, okay. that forbidden door has been closed. The forbidden well, okay. door was now, only open. ROH is... ROH is kind of with them right now. Right. right. ROH's ROH doors are closed, so they're currently on a hiatus. So right now, they're, they're but the titles being defended everywhere. Right. Because there is talks about them coming back for Supercard of Glory, I believe, in April. In April. But um, so the Forbidden Door that AWA and Impact, A, I'm sorry, AEW and Impact uh, introduced everyone last year was only cracked open a bit for male wrestlers from AEW. Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and that was it at the time. It was those three promotions. NWA had some crossover with female wrestlers, with Thunder Rosa, Serena right. Deeb, and right. uh, I believe Molina was on AEW at one point. Am I correct, Johnny, saying that? I don't remember. I think maybe Molina. I could be wrong. In that. I've never yeah, watched. I'm not saying it ever happened, but I've never watched Molina on AEW. Like I said, I usually take a little... If it was in the fall, you know, I'd take my fall wrestling break. <laughs> right. But now here's the thing. The biggest complaint about the Forbidden Door with AEW is that women's wrestling was not really showcased in the Forbidden Door. People wanted to see Deanna Perazzo come over and face fucking Rip Baker. That was never oh allowed. Oh, my God. No AEW women went to Impact or Impact AEW. What if WWE, just to fucking shove it in AEW's face, goes, we're going to open up the Forbidden Door to our women's wrestlers and have the Impact Knockouts Women's Champion win this year's Royal Rumble. I mean, it makes more sense in like the history of the companies. I mean, WWE has definitely been, I think the, the company that has promoted women's between them and AEW. I feel like they've done more for women's wrestling between mm -hmm. the two promotions. Everyone you complains know? about AEW's women wrestling. Right. They do. And I think at the beginning, I think in the beginning it was because of a talent problem. I didn't think they had enough talent. Saying. Now I don't think that's the issue. Now it's just a matter of, you know, get any, you know, maybe you're starting to see with the inner circle starting to break up. And maybe that means those guys fall away from the top of the card. Which for is a bit. long overdue. That opens way. more spots. Yeah. That's long overdue. So maybe they're, they're putting the wheels of most Cody Rhodes, maybe losing the TNT title, coming away from the top of the card for Ooh. a bit. You know, and with this still, whole free agent thing. Yeah. yeah, this whole free agent line, which yeah, is now opening up crazy day. rumors of him showing up tonight at the Rumble recording this on Saturday, uh, about an hour before the card starts. Actually, I think the pre-show's already started. And uh, you know, him uh, showing up tonight yeah. at the Rumble. Mm -hmm. I think pre-show's at 7. I think we've seven. got some time for the no, pre-show. No, I think it's 6-7, not 7-8. Oh, shit. I saw a Bleacher Report. So no, we gotta hurry no, up no, and... no. Rumble starts at 8, bro. Yeah, it's 8 o'clock. Okay. 7 o'clock kickoff. Maybe I was looking at Central Time. Okay. Good. So no, I, so anyway, I definitely agree yeah. that there's a lot of lot of opportunity here for WWE. But the thing is, though, does Vince McMahon capitalize on that? You know, this isn't Vince McMahon's cup of tea of really cross promoting. If it's not his product, 
it, it, maybe it is now. Or nothing. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's a whole. Maybe that's a part of this whole new rebrand. Maybe that's a part of like. Maybe he said, "Hey, Trip, I'm taking NXT away, and I'm making them more my thing." But maybe we start doing some of this stuff. You know, I'm right. not saying Triple H. I, I'm putting words in mouth. And there. it's I not say the that. first time. You got to remember, we did this. We did this in the '90s with Smoky Ro- Smoky Mountain. I almost said Smoky Robinson. We did right. this with Smoky Mountain. But, but the TN Impact such a bigger promotion than Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain was like a little regional wrestling promotion. Impact the, Wrestling's on national time, TV, man. At the, at the time, time it was huge. regional wrestling was huge. Yeah. Yeah, but not national TV huge. And they did it. They also did it in a rumble with Triple A. With Triple A, yes. And Triple A is the WWE. That was uh, the San Antonio Rumble. Yeah, that was the uh, Stone Cold, the first Stone Cold Rumble. And that was cool. That that was a cool one. But it's it's just definitely different from all those. I mean, we're talking like like Impact Wrestling has another level of popularity from AAA in 1997 and Smoky Mountain Wrestling in, what was that, 1993 or so? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Impact Now. I mean, listen, you, you, Bones, you have a weekly wrestling podcast. You guys talk Impact Wrestling all the time. Podcasts in the same, your, your contemporaries in the wrestling podcast field talk Impact all the time. It is a, it is the, the third biggest wrestling promotion in the United States of America. You know, agree. it's not some small regional promotion. Mm-hmm. This is a and, and 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 they're sending one of their champions over there too. You know, right. so I think it's well, actually, that's probably I guess that's more normal than I think it is. I shouldn't I shouldn't say that like that's a big deal. Um, you know, I just think this is definitely a little different than before, especially coming off. You said impact just working with AEW, and then all of a sudden they're done, and right away they're now working and with right WWE. Away. Yeah, right. that's a pretty interesting thing, also. And, and you, you said you, well, yeah, we'll see. I don't, do you think there's any men like, if, like I think Rhino's definitely going to be in the men's rumble. Like, do you think any of the other impact men do you see someone like, um, what's big, big cast calling himself now? Um, w Morrissey, W Morrissey. Do you think he shows up and in, in the rumble? Oh, man. Maybe like I mean, him and Omo. Imagine him and Omos like staring off or something, like oh, a man. moment like that. You know, that's where my head goes when I look could, at the, the Impact Men's roster or D'Lo Brown making an old school appearance. Could, could I see that happening? Uh, yes, I don't think it's likely. I think if we, yeah. First of all, what I would love to see is if we were to see a male wrestler from Impact show up, it should be Moose. Because Moose and Roman Reigns have had quite the war of words on Twitter for the past few months about this forbidden door thing. I would love to see someone like Moose. But, Doc, you mentioned it in our chat earlier. If anyone's going to come over, they're going to be former WWE employees. And I think Moose's um, past actions have been a little too public knowledge. Um, what are Moose's past actions? I don't know much of his history. Domestic battery, I think. is Domestic battery, yeah. Okay. How long? Okay. All right. I'm already going that road. Um, I can see. Uh, I mean, I don't know. W, I mean, how many times has Jeff Hardy been given a second chance at WWE? You know, he does things that could kill people. You know you what? Know? Look, I'm glad you actually mentioned Jeff Hardy because there's also some breaking news over the past 24 hours. Jeff Hardy was actually called uh, within the past couple of days to come back for the Rumble and also be no. inducted into this year's Hall of uh, Class of 2000. Wow, I can't even talk. 2022. WWE Hall of Fame. You know what I meant to say. Did I but give he, you yeah, he turned them down. He said no. Say it again, John. Did I give you my sinus infection over I the I think air? that's what just happened. But yeah, but Jeff Hardy was asked to come back and he said he turned them down. Said no. 
So you brought up Moose and Roman Reigns. You're saying Moose, but you, now you're talking about Roman Reigns being in the Rumble, which right now he's a champion. So if Roman Reigns is in the Rumble, that means he loses to Rollins at some point in the night before. Well, no, I'm not saying which, Roman would be in the Rumble. Think, Moose oh, you just think like Rumble, if Moose comes in and, win, and, that, and then face Roman. Oh, okay. And right. now Moose is the uh, current Impact champion. Right. And I, I want to go to Roman real quick. If we can, if we can hop over there real quick, because I have, yeah, I have I'd love to hear your take on this. Yeah, you guys keep talking about all these dirty finishes and stuff, dude. I think taking the Usos out of the match signals the complete opposite. I think their rivalry needs a one-on-one, no bullshit, clean finish wrestling match. If there, I think WWE is banking on this to be like a long-term. 10, 15, 20 year, 10, 15, 20 year rivalry, you know, like at some, those rivalries need matches that are clean finishes at major pay-per-views. It can't always like nine, neither one of those dudes looks weak losing to each other. And I think, and I think Roman needs to be, especially the way they ended SmackDown this week. And I think Roman needs to beat Rollins clean. Like, I think that needs to happen right now. Like you guys keep talking about him with Durfish. I don't think it does. It doesn't matter if Rollins like loses yeah. to him clean. It's not a big deal. I don't know. I, I guess I don't. I don't think Seth loses much if he does lose clean. But I don't think he really needs to lose clean at this point. This this needs to be a twenty five to thirty minute long match, and mm-hmm. these guys need to get a chance to put on like an all time match. And I hope right. it is. I hope it is yeah. because I'm. I, not not the other way around. They've I, been with the company for so long and. They've been intertwined with each other for so long, and the prospect of them being long-time rivals, if you're going to have them be long-term rivals, you know, former uh, stable mates with the Shield, broken up, and then they're, they're at the top of the card forever and having these great battles, and you want to bring, like, a, a real fighting feel to it, this is an opportunity to do it by having them just have a fucking good old-fashioned wrestling match tonight. Right. No, so you mentioned the Shield. Uh, well, let's talk about some predictions for the Rumble. People that might be in the Rumble, people that might win the Rumble. Does uh, anyone have any more ridiculous entrances before we go? We CM have Punk. some. Yeah, we have some ridiculous ones. CM Punk <laughs> could be one. Daniel Bryan could be one. Um, but w- with the whole Shield storyline coming, you know, being part of the story between Seth and Roman right now, and Seth on Sm- on SmackDown mentioning John Moxley. Do you think Dean Ambrose is in the Rumble? I mean, hell, it's a good payday. If he is, and and he's also under the name John Moxley, if he does it. He would have to be. He would have to be under the name John Moxley. Before we do this, that's the other thing. Do these people, when they show up, are they under their modern names, their their current names, or do they have to be under WWE names? Well, with with, with Mickey James, uh, on the same topic, you know, not necessarily the name, but with Mickey James, obviously she was Mickey James wherever she goes. But she's going, supposedly has been confirmed that she will be there with the Impact Knockouts title. And she's going to come out to her Impact entrance music, which is hardcore hardcore country. country. Get out of here. Time out business thing, though. Just get to that business world. She owns a third of the copyright to that song. So I'm sure WWE did not have to pay as much money as normal to get a copyright mm. from licensing. A fee. license for that. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Just a, That's right. just, a, just a thought in my head of why hardcore country. Yeah. So, oh, interesting right. t- so I looked up to see if she was a songwriter and she co-wrote it with two other people. Gotcha. So let's just take W. Morrissey. Does he come out as W. Morrissey? Because he I feel like, no, I feel like if part of the deal of, the uh the, the the relationship has to be you're under the stage name that you're currently performing under under the country that you're the company that you're 
contract. And so that he that comes out as Debbie Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that, 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 that yes, would make absolutely. more sense, especially right. if it, especially if the announcers are going to say this person is from like Mickey James is from Impact right. Wrestling. Especially if your old nickname was something like something stupid like Big Cass. Yeah. yeah. I have one more stupid prediction. Okay. Enzo's in the rumble. Yo, I have seen the uh, the, the the betting odds on Enzo showing up. I, Where are you getting betting odds, by the way? I've been looking all over for places to gamble on this, and none of they, the places they that just I pop use. up. Yo, go, go, go to oh, FanDuel, okay. man. FanDuel's always a commercial. FanDuel does not have fucking wrestling odds, dude. Bullshit, dude. Yeah, they always have commercials for it on the paper. I thought it was DraftKings. Oh, I'm sorry. No, DraftKings. Draft yes, no, DraftKings. So DraftKings does a pool, but where are these betting odds on motherfuckers who are going to be entering into the Rumble? Because I would be throwing fives on so many fucking names if that if were I the case. Remember correctly, there are the LA <laughs> betting odds. Royal Rumble. Let's, let's do what I do best when Google search. How the fuck can I gamble on this, Bones? Because <laughs> you know I got everything on the... Uh, here. Dude, speak for the gambling. Flurry, we're, we're doing flurrysports.org. <laughs> Flurry, yeah, good text that to me. I'll put it. I'll put it in our group chat. Flurrysports.org. Okay, that sounds like a little shady. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know. I, I just pulled it up on, on Google. Um, but yeah, dude, I I definitely think they have to go in under their current names, or I think it's a little ridiculous. I think that, that would make that. the most sense. But in terms of interesting entrance, um. Mm-hmm. I do think, you know, especially I think the Cody Rhodes thing is interesting, especially after his blatant tweet of saying he's a free agent. Right. You know, during the week. So I think that was pretty, you know, it could be telling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they have this relationship with AEW. I mean, AEW is even a different monster from Impact because it could be argued that AEW is more successful in WWE right now. Right. You know, yeah. in terms of TV pack, ratings and TV and, uh, ratings, and they put just. They put just as many people in the seats as WWE does at their live shows. And, uh, you know, they tell their, 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 in my opinion, their writers are better than WWE's writers. And the way they approach writing and doing promos is way better. Like, such as just even watching, you know, just another, it's crazy after like five, four or five weeks, like Punk and MJF still have great banter with each other. Like, yes. it should be old by now. Yeah. But, but, it's, but not. it's not. But it's not. You know, was the match this week or is it next week? It's next week. Next week. Next week. Okay. Okay. It's going to be so damn good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be great. It's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be fire environment. So you know, I, 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 that's the big, that's the big thing that makes me think like, yo, know, can they swallow their pride and bring over a promotion that's arguably doing it better than them right now? I, I think right now, as we, as we've said, when back when we used to do a wrestling podcast, we've always said that Vince McMahon is very reactionary. WWE has not had very good houses uh, since they came back to live 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 shows. My, my wife and I went to Barclays Center for Survivor Series, and Barclays Center is one of the bigger venues for WWE events. And that they always was, sell out in New York, for and big that shows. place was not sold out. 
There was wow. a lot of empty seats at Survivor. That Not was, be it, sold it's out. Survivor Series. Yeah. It wasn't the Rumble or Mania. No, but still, no, no, that's not an excuse to not be selling out a big four pay per view in New York City. That's the like thing. that means there's some. Yeah, you know, and listen, there's other things right now. Like you know, there's also there's people who aren't going out because of COVID. There's people who aren't going out because of vaccine mandates. Exactly. You know, there's people yep. who aren't going out for a, a variety of different reasons right now. So I think mm. it's hard to uh, judge and. AEW runs shows in places that, you know, don't really have a lot of mandates for COVID. Right. So, so I think that helps them draw open. another draw a little more crowd. You know, right. which is, you know, that's their that's their prerogative and I'm cool with that, you know. But I think that's something just to think about, you know, right now when you're comparing what AEW is doing to that Survivor Series experience. Like you're not gonna see that problem in St. Louis or the Royal Rumble. I, mean, I think the Rumble's gonna be sold out. Right, eight, eight, or, or near sold out. We went to Dynamite, and Dynamite was nowhere near sold out. There were empty seats everywhere. Oh, we yeah, had a whole run of ourselves. Of the month. Yeah, yeah. Th- that was also at the time where Omicron was Omicron really was hitting its big. peak. So we yeah. feel like a lot of people just did not come. We had the whole row in front of us empty, pretty, pretty much. We'll stretch your legs out, baby. Yeah, yeah we'll we have. I'm so pissed off. I could have go to that. I know. We, we're we, going. We, we, to we, I know. We're going a couple. Yeah, we're going a couple weeks to AC, dude. Hell yeah. You guys have yeah, fun. I, so I can't, can't wait to see for that. But going back to what I was saying, so I feel like they are reactionary right now because they do need the draw. They need the pay-per-view buys. They need to, to grow the house. That's why we're not getting any surprises or as many as we normally would. We're getting ahead of time. They're going to announce Mickey James really early. Hey, Mickey James is going to be in the Royal Rumble. World. They're already telling us who the surprises are going to be ahead of time to draw right. people in to, to either buy the pay-per-view or get tickets to go to the show. Okay, I'm going to throw a thought out there to go back to the Cody Rhodes thing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see a world where Cody Rhodes, now I'm getting real deep into fantasy. Comes back as like Stardust? Rabbit hole. No, no, comes in as Cody fucking Rhodes. Fuck you. Comes in, wins the Rumble, and like an AEW invasion actually happens. I love it. Oh my God. I would love it. Out. Fans would do love you that think, shit, But do but... you think we're at a point where the ratings are bad enough for WWE and the interest in the product, especially especially in their flagship show, Raw, is bad enough that they'll go down this road and bring another promotion in and really like do it. Because really I, we would up. love obviously the three of us would love it. We would it would be it would bring us all back into watching wrestling weekly. Obviously, the big question is who wins the feud, you know, and that would be the big issue. But anyway, bro, you're thought. dying over there. Go. Oh, my God. All right. So here it is. We've talked about this before. Tony Khan has a texting and probably calling relationship with Vince McMahon. It's very well known that they do talk. Ratings are bad and ratings are bad across the board. Sure, AEW stuff is, is probably beating WWE at this point. But it's a win-win for everyone. Why not? You have to tune into everything. You have to tune into everything to get the whole story. It's like you have to watch BTE to understand some of the some of the stuff that's going on on Rampage and and Dynamite. Right. right. You know. You exactly. I would be. More, it would be the most interesting thing in wrestling for me since. And this is this is how I've been with WWE. It's going to be the most interesting thing since the Nexus for me. Stop it. No, no. I'm going to even go for that. It'll be the most interesting thing since the New World Order. Since the NWO. Okay. Yeah. 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 
I, yeah, it would be the that. most interesting thing to wrestling since the New World Order. Because that's kind of what the New World Order was. It was a mm-hmm. fake version of what we're describing. Like yeah. if for because what made the NWO awesome guy. I know you didn't watch WCW then. You know, I, I watched that freaking Nitro live and in person. I remember mm-hmm. every moment of it like it's yesterday, dude. When they first showed up, you didn't know if they were still with WWF or not at the time, right. and if this was like an invasion. Like, oh my god, are they taking over? Is this is this really happening? Is this like mm-hmm. like that was what made the appeal so awesome? And, uh, and then obviously after the Hogan turn, you kind of everything started falling into place. Mm-hmm. I'm in 1993 right now. I just finished Battle Bowl. So I'm getting nice. there. I'm awesome. getting there. By yeah, the way, it's, it's Bash at the Beach 96, I 96. believe, when, it, when okay. it goes down. Yeah. By the way, and I'm sure you've talked about this on New Normal, and I would like to talk about this with you sometime, maybe mm-hmm. when we do my championship thing, because this would be the way to do it. Yes. Why hasn't AEW done a Battle Bowl? I, I was I believe time. W I, I I thought WWE owns that copyright or did Cody cool. Rhodes buy that copyright? Call it something else. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know who has the copyright for Battle Bowl. You know what? I bet you we can Google it and find out. That's a Google question. Hey Bones, your boss Yo. is behind you. Oh, is that my son peeking out around the? It sure is. <laughs> Look at the head of hair Look on that, that little dude. Oh, he's, oh my goodness. Look at that head of hair. Just bring him over. Hey, Tell Mateo. him to come say hello. Come say hello, Mateo. Come say hello, come say hello. people. We're just talking about wrestling, like a, like, hey. like a bunch of like six-year-olds. Right. Hi, hey, man. <laughs> you want to say hi in the microphone? That's a microphone. He's trying. So, audience, he's trying to eat the microphone yeah, right now. Yeah, pretty much. It looks That's what like he a does. Yeah, he thinks it's a, a marshmallow, <laughs> a burnt marshmallow. You see Uncle Doc and Uncle Grill? Hey, dude, look at me. Hey, 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 you. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. And the podcast is off he the likes rails it. because of a baby. He likes it. Oh, the baby in the room. That's was it. Was that a noise? Did I hear a noise there? No, that, 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 that was, oh, that was your phone. Okay, okay. That was also me going, ah. So, oh, okay. Mateo, if you had to pick anyone to win this year's Royal Rumble in the men's division, who would you pick? John Cena in a Peacemaker. Oh, he costume. says, are you ready for this? Shinsuke Nakamura. Hey, hey, Mateo, tell your daddy he's high. Yeah, I think he's right. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, you know, it's going to be women's, a woman to win the Rumble. Who would it be? He says Ruby Soho. Ruby, Ruby Wyatt. Ruby, Ruby Wyatt. The- Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Ruby Wyatt. Did you guys see that meme <laughs> that Cena put up? No, uh, it says if Cena wins or if Cena shows up in a peacemaker costume and wins, we'll be mildly disappointed. Yeah, change that if Cena wins, we riot sign. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this if, Gina, if Cena shows up in the Rumble and comes out to the Peacemaker team song, oh come on! I did. I was like, I was like, everybody else should just jump over the top rope out of disrespect. I I, I'm flip. sorry, out of respect, out of get, respect. Right, I'm just sorry. Jump, just get out of the ring. <laughs> I was get out of the ring. The goats here, and let him go to Mania and and break Rick Flair's record. <laughs> what if he does it? What if he does it in the Peacemaker uniform? Oh, it'd be amazing! That'd I would be, be so excited. It I has been reported, be, though, that Cena will not be at Mania 38. No, I don't think he's, I don't think Cena or the, the Cena or The Rock or any of the movie stars are going to... The only movie star that's going to be there is The Miz. Um, so, real quick, I want to get your guys' your early early predictions on this. So, if you were to ask me a few weeks ago who was going to main event the two nights of WrestleMania, I would have said 
Brock Lesnar and Lashley on night one, Roman Reigns and The Rock on night two. That would that would have friggin' sold WrestleMania for me right there on those main events. But we're already okay. going to be getting Lashley and Brock tonight, and we're probably not going to get The Rock and Roman at Mania. If you were to say um, before the Rumble happens, who's main eventing Mania? You're going to have... I think what's going to happen tonight is I think... Um, I think Brock drops the title to Lashley tonight and wins the Rumble. I'm on that train. I would yeah. That. Were you on that? I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Who was on that train on NNW? That, I know. That was Brother Phil. That I, Phil? I, that was I Phil, right? Quite, yeah. I, but he, he, right? He's making a believer. Yeah, I was with Phil. That's what I think. I think Brock's going to win the Rumble, and I think one main event's going to be Brock and Roman. Uh, I think with and that gonna, being said. And Brock and Roman are going to finally have like a WrestleMania match that people care about. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and, and I yeah. think with that being said, too, Lashley is going to have the match of his career tonight. And he's going to... That's another thing. I don't want that to be a freaking just escape fisher. I want them to go out... These are two dudes with legit shoot-fighting backgrounds yep. like that can that know how to move and like actually like have flow to them. Let them go out and have like a real match with the power moves also. Like, yeah. Give them like 15 minutes, like 20, 15, 20 minutes to really do it. Like Think about like what Savage and Hogan did at like WrestleMania 5. Two oh. guys are just really big. But it would be even better because both of them... Well, that's that, but both of those guys are better workers than Hogan, and yeah. they're on par with Savage. You know, Savage was amazing. So, like, th- I, I think that's what I, I really want to see because you know, Lesnar can freaking work, and you know, Lashley can freaking work. So, let them fucking go out and do it. Yeah. I don't want to see the fucking like, I don't want to see the fucking, I don't want to see 15 fucking German suplexes, right? And then like 57 F5s, and, and Lashley kicks out of all of them. Fuck right. that. Fuck yeah. that. Lesnar is so much fucking better than that, and so is Lashley. Let those motherfuckers work. I, I want to see fucking wrestling. This is why AEW is kicking WWE's ass, because they let their fu- AEW lets their fucking talent wrestle, and it makes right. for a better fucking show. This is your biggest, what, your second biggest fucking show of the year. Let your fucking top talent work. Fuck, it's just like when you fucking... I bitch about this on PSS with Jared and fucking Matt when the fucking Chiefs take fucking do this wildcat shit and Mahomes isn't the quarterback. Why the fuck would Mahomes ever not be the fucking quarterback? Why would you not use your talent to the best of its fucking ability at all fucking times? That's what fucking people want to see. Fuck, let him work. Sorry, right. Mateo. Hope you didn't hear any of that. I cussed a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I think with, with the whole Brock Lesnar thing, Brock Lesnar can work. And I mentioned on, on NNW this week, Let's not forget about the matches he put on against Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. And they went for like a good 10, 8, 10, 12 minutes. Dude, it's his whole career, know? even back when he first started. Yeah. The dude can go, but look at his matches with him and Kurt Angle years ago back in the Ruthless Aggression. Oh, yeah. The guy's you know? a fucking national yep. champion collegiate wrestler. He's yeah, a it, fucking former UFC champion. And it's funny. He knows how to fight. Everyone always says, I don't want to see 32 German suplexes anymore. That hasn't happened since he faced John Cena. <laughs> but everyone still yeah, this, thinks about that. Rain, such a big squash match. This has been a good mm-hmm. time for Brock. You I know, agree. like the way he's working right now, like this is the Brock Lesnar I want to see. When Baby I was yelling Brock. fuck when I was yelling fuck Brock Lesnar four years ago, it's because I was so upset the way he was being booked and at the way he was going about his business in the ring. Like right. I wanna see wrestling matches, man. Yeah. Fuck. He he was I'm being not, showcased I, I, as, I, as a beast, but now they're showing more of his personality. 
Babyface Brock is a people's champion. He's a people's champion. People relate to him more now. Yeah, I just love that they're letting him talk. And I think that's going to be the biggest takeaway from their his match against Roman at Mania, which I think is right, Mateo. Because yeah. now, now we're going to see a babyface Brock and a heel Roman. The tables have turned. Because how many times have they faced each other now, Roman and Brock? Three times. Four this will times be the third Mania? time. If you, this will be the third time that they're they have a main event match at Mania. At Mania, yeah. So and then the I SummerSlam think, match on top of that. On top of that, right? So I think. What do you think, Brock and Roman? Brock and Roman? What do you think? One uh, run for Brock. One run for Brock, two for Roman. I think it's so. That was quick, one. Guys. That was one. That was He's one. Going He's calling for Brock. He's going Brock. So, what are some other crazy fantasy ideas you guys might have for the Rumble before we hop off and go check out the kickoff show? Because I got some pizza to make. I got some cheese stuffed pretzels, and I got some some hot wings. And (laughs) you did the same thing we did. We got the most disgusting fucking processed food. I went to the freezer section. We're gonna go fucking nuts tonight, Gabby and I. Even Gabby's gonna watch me tonight. Also, we've had the the slow cooker on for the last eight hours. My wife's making this amazing turkey soup. So, uh, oh. So I'll have that to outweigh the pizza, the the pretzels, and the wings. Uh, I'm sorry, one more thing. My my wife's baking Royal Rumble cupcakes. Oh, Oh, that's sweet. That's cute. Every pay-per-view, she bakes something. Isn't she the best? She's the best. best. I I think my wildest prediction is if Ronda doesn't enter the Rumble, Naomi wins the Rumble. My hot take where I kick Grill. By the way, Phil, I definitely got the better of Grill. I slapped him and he fell into the drums. Oh, I was yeah. very insulted oh, no. when, oh, Phil, yeah, no. when Phil said that. Sounds like Doc got the worst that. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. I bitch slapped Grill right in that basement. He fell right into those drums. Just so you know. Just so you know. Yep. Yep. I took the fall. I took the fall. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was a great little cut scene we had at the end of NNW, too. Um, <laughs> so you really think that Naomi has a chance? Oh, listen, I'm not going to take... No, dude, I, listen, I, 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 so if not, I didn't she's watch being eliminated rest- by Cameron. Okay, so I watched... I, I've kind of been like watching wrestling a little more weekly again, like in the past month or so. And I've seen her wrestle multiple times against against good wrestlers. I think she's she's improved in the rain. I think she moves a lot better in the rain. And I've seen her have attitude before, like, especially in like in segments where she's with, uh, she's married to Jey Uso, right? Je- yes. I always which, forget. At the end, I always forget which whichever, Jay, it's one, one of the Usos. There's segments sometimes like I've seen in the past where she's like, you know, with him in his side, mm-hmm. defended him, and she's got some attitude in her eyes like, Yo, this this girl could be a real bad motherfucker if they like took the reins off her. And I think she has that in her. And I think her wrestling is caught up enough where she could now have a moment where like I've talked about this with Wade before, or um she can have like a Kofi Kingston WrestleMania thirty five like push. That'd be awesome. You know, I and I can hear it and, and, and she gets in she's you can hear like that. You know, like there's there's the pop when you first come out and people cheers. Oh, here's a person, yeah! And then it either go, it, it goes away, and it either lasts the sizzle lasts throughout the match, or like it doesn't. Or it dies. I'm out, starting yeah. to hear some sizzle for her. 
Like, I'm starting to hear some sustained support for her throughout matches from the audience when I see her on SmackDown. So why not have her win the Rumble? And when she wins the Rumble, maybe as she starts, you know, upping herself into a real main event caliber, because WWE needs another woman at the top of that card. You know, mm, it's just just to just to break the monotony up there. You know, when you elevate her up there, maybe she gets rid of some of the glow and replaces it with some attitude. She needs you know, to maybe yep. maybe not all of the glow, but like just like, you know, Shawn Michaels never got rid of all of HBK until DX. Right. You know, he gradually stripped it away right you know gradually strip some of this slow away and replace it with some attitude as you challenge charlotte flair for that fucking smackdown title you know what i mean and then at wrestlemania if you work it right and you work the crowd right and you work the feud right for the next three months maybe you beat charlotte flair at wrestlemania and also we can start the charlotte stale charlotte stale right now Charlotte's yeah. stale as fuck right now. Yep. there's a time to take the belt off her and her to be putting people over us now because she's fucking super fucking stale and that coming from you is big. But yeah, also, I love Charlotte, man. I love Charlotte. I think she's a fuck. I respect the shit. She's an amazing athlete. She works hard as hell. She trains hard as hell. She's great in the rain. She fucking brings respect to her lineage in terms of her in-ring acumen, you know? But her character's just still like Becky's yeah. Becky finds ways to evolve all the time. Even mm-hmm. if she's just tweaking a catchphrase a little bit, you know? Right. Sasha has evolved who she is and who she what she looks like. Bailey is completely involved. And I'm just gonna stay with the horsewomen here. Charlotte, eh, eh. Yeah, I agree. She's been eh. the same. So now's the time. time. That's the case. Now's the time to elevate the new talent. And WWE's done it before. It's it. They did it with Kofi. They did it with Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania 30. Do it. Do it. So fucking surprise us, man. Shock us. The shock of Naomi women winning would be over with the crowd. The shock. Nobody of Naomi- does. Nobody doesn't like Naomi. The Who shock doesn't of Naomi, like Naomi turning heel and joining the bloodline will be will go over now, more. But, but that's but that's further down the road. Further down the fucking road. Long term book that shit, man. If you want to go out stale, you know Naomi has been stale with this whole fucking get the glow. But that I'm giving you a fucking. fucking I'm yeah, giving you an opportunity to get the fuck out of it. Yeah. I'm giving you an opportunity. I am booking it in the way that it would. Decrease the glow. <laughs> that, yeah, that was just my, my dog and my son crawling on the floor behind me. <laughs> Decrease yes, the glow. They're both dim in the glow. Dim the glow. The, the dim glow the needs glow. to be dimmed. The dim glow the glow. Yes, out. that's what it yes. is. Dim uh, the glow. Johnny, well, what are some crazy uh, fantasy bookings you have for tonight? Oh God, <laughs> I mean, we kind of went over all of them. Um, Anything I else think- out there? Anything, throw throw it out there. How about the boogeyman wins the rumble? Dan Housen. Dan Housen. If he did all I know about that's totally happened. Can someone tell me about this guy? All I know about him is that his name is very similar to mine. Okay, so Dan Housen. Uh Dan Housen's cool. So Dan Housen was Dan a typical awesome. run of the mill guy. His name's Donovan Dan Housen. And he was your typical big strong guy, kind of like Chiapa before, you know, Chiapa's character. And uh it wasn't working for him. So he just came up with this like 1920s evil villain character who all he wants is sacks of money and fame. And um, he ends stuff with Housen. So like you're Dan Haashausen and um, mm-hmm. uh, Boneshausen. And uh, was, was he, well, what does he call, what does he call um, Billy Gunn's kids? 
Gunnhausen? No, no, he calls he calls Billy Gunn Billy Ass. Billy Ass Brothers or something. <laughs> or ass, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jericho has a funny name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk has a funny name. But like Gunnhausen. And he's he's just hilarious. He's always in character. He mm. never he never breaks, breaks. character. He Still always real says, to me, damn it. He doesn't wear makeup. The only makeup he wears is the red under his eyes. It's the only makeup he puts on, he says. Yeah. And he's just hilarious. And he's a really good wrestler, too. And he's, he's officially happy. signed with AEW? Yeah. He's officially he's, all elite. He's officially all elite. He's officially, officially all elite. Yes. Officially. So, guys, I don't know if you also heard real quick some other breaking news from today that also might change the landscape of Royal Rumble tonight with terms of creative. Uh, Vince McMahon's mother, Vicky, passed away at 101 years old. Today is also the one-year anniversary of the passing of his brother, Rod. Oy. That's pretty sad. Jesus. So on the year Shane McMahon's going to win the Rumble. Shane McMahon yes. wins the Rumble. Wow. For his grandmother. Do, do we see <laughs> Shane O'Mac in the Rumble? Because you know we got isn't Shane gone? Isn't, Mania. isn't Shane like out right now? Yeah. Isn't she, uh, so break the forbidden door. Your family owns the company. No, nah, yeah. obviously <laughs> Shane's welcome back probably anytime. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, anytime. What is he doing now, Bones? Shane O'Mac? It's a very good is question. Is he just like chilling, with a, chilling on his money? Probably. Because he, okay. he has a lot of it, that's for sure. Yeah, right. So, but I'm really curious now if this, with this, uh, the passing of VKM's mother, Vicky, if that is going to cha- change things. Because why would that change know, things? Well, because we all know Vince McMahon calls things on the fly. You know, creative changes on the fly with him being in gorilla running things. If he's not there and someone else is taking control, I thought he wasn't in gorilla recently. See, I don't know. I haven't heard that. I've heard that he still is. is I feel like he'd be in Gorilla for a major show, though. He's still in Gorilla, feeding the commentators, you know, information. What, whenever, because he's been on TV a lot more lately now with these uh, Austin Theory segments. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory is my wild card to win tonight. By the way, I just don't get. I just, just don't get why his mom dying would have any effect on booking whatsoever. That would mean he's not going to be there to make those final calls or someone else is making those final calls. He's got a fucking phone. He'll text motherfuckers. He's going to text Trip. Trip, do this. Trip's not even there. Trip's been out. He had a serious surgery recently. Yeah, what's up with it? I oh, saw yeah. that. What, what, yeah. Do you know what's, what they're doing? I, I haven't looked into reports on what, what happened or what he had, but he hasn't been around lately. That's why even <laughs> NXT has been all run by Vince and Bruce Pritchard. Some other guy. I heard Sean's been in control at NXT. Sean's still been there. They're very high on Shawn Michaels with NXT. I did see reports about that. So I don't know. Just something I thought, you know, maybe maybe he's gonna again take Vince out of, you know, the rumble, kind of focusing on his family more, which would make make sense. And just put someone else kind of in charge creatively. You know, and, and even though people like Bruce Pritchard probably think similarly to VKM, they're still gonna have different ideas, so who knows? I have a feeling everything, if he's not there, I feel like there's a worksheet to follow. <laughs> you know? I, I can see where you're going with that. Don't, don't, don't f- go off the worksheet unless I text you. you right. know? Yeah. Well, either way, our condolences to the McMahon family. And yeah, that's terrible. 101, himself, you know? man. What are, 101 that's years like, old. That's a Switzerland style run right there, dude. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yeah, dude. So, all right, guys, listen, uh, we have Royal Rumble starting like 15 minutes. We yeah, we got to get the fuck up, out so. of here, dude. Hell yeah. We, we got some drinks to make, some uh, some shitty yep. food to, to eat in the microwave. Hell and, yeah. Uh, watch the Royal Rumble. 
So guys, it was great to be back with PCC. Listeners, if you've enjoyed the show, please follow us on social media at PC Collective Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Be sure to check out our swag shop, the Fourth Wall Swag Shop. Follow the link in our link tree found in the description of this episode. And be on the lookout for some new artwork coming your way for PCC Roundtable and PCC OG. So on behalf of the good brothers over here, we got Doc Haas. We got Mr. Grill. I'm Johnny Bones. We are PCC, and it was damn good to be back. But until next time, we'll see you when we're looking at you. Yeah. I'm gonna drink some more. I'm a little buzz, dude. Let's do it. Definitely a little buzz. Nice.